Last session, the orphans saw the completion of their home base by the technicians from Stark Tech and were paid a visit by their lawyer, Matt Murdoch, Feast CEO, Martin Lee, and director of the House of Ganymede, Darius Wonder. A heated discussion regarding the Sokovia Accords was had and was interrupted by your first official distress call. This one came from Ryder of the former Skrull Kill Crew, alerting you to the unexpected metamorphosis of one of his teammates, Riot, turning her into an unstoppable abomination released on the streets just outside of Chinatown. Rushing to the scene, you all immediately recognized or realized the situation was made more difficult by the presence of damage control. Fortunately, with some quick thinking on the part of Matt Murdock, a temporary truce was reached and you successfully secured the rampaging riot, but unfortunately had to turn her over to damage control after the confrontation. With this sudden mutation of one of the former Scroll Kill crew, the timetable for finding a cure for the mercenaries has moved up. In the aftermath of the battle, Tony Stark has supplied you with coordinates for Bruce Banner's lab in Mexico in Boca Iglesia. And he says that he has contacted Banner about your arrival and is expecting you with the members of the former SKK in tow. Uh, so there will have been a little bit of time for you guys, you know, in between the confrontation with uh, uh, Riot and damage control and you guys kind of prepping to make the trip to uh to mexico is there anything that we can kind of wrap up before we go that that you guys feel like you need to uh to to discuss i just be... we're still bought the kobe accords right uh you still have not signed them yet yeah uh matt has gone to try to do some research and maybe perhaps work something out with damage control, at least explore that possibility of, uh, of maybe working out a deal uh, where you could be kind of under the blanket of damage control so that uh, you wouldn't have to wear the tracking devices. Got it. I remember. Sounds good. Would there be any way for me to find out the status of the girl that was on the roof? She looked like she was hurt during the last um, fight. I just would like to check to see if she's okay. Uh, how would you go about checking her status? Um, I would probably ask Matt Murdoch, since we don't have a do it, or do we have a direct liaison with damage control? Not officially, no. Uh, um... Then I'd ask Matt. Yeah, so he it probably takes him, you know, at least a couple of hours or so from the time that you that you inquire about it, and uh, he does let you know that uh, that she was simply knocked out. Uh, I think from from what he is able to glean from damage control, it sounds like she had attempted to try to shut riot down, kind of like. Uh, Mr. Cuddlebear uh, was attempting to do, mm -hmm. yeah. and she was hit with some sort of psychic backlash that uh, that basically just took her down for the count. Uh, but she's recovered and is is doing fine at this point. 
I would uh, ask him to pass along a message to her, uh, basically saying thanks for the free pass. Hope to see you again soon. Uh, I'll be sure and pass that along. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Kettlebear, is there anything that you feel like you need to take with you for, for this particular trip? It's not not that I can think of offhand. Uh, we pretty much have all the we need um, in Karen, right? We could uh, if we need something specific from those files, we can do that, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I didn't know if there was anything physically that you needed to take with you or not. Um, that I can think of. We never did get to, uh, was it, uh, Lilith's dad's place to deconstruct the Damon Center, right? We yes, you, done that yes, yes, you had done that in, in the time that uh, you guys were uh, setting up the base and, and so forth. You were able to uh, go to the storage facility with uh, Nix and Shatter, do the deconstruction, and then built the uh, device for uh, Erebus. Yeah, that was we kind of uh, well, we kind of covered that in the uh, uh, the recap for last session because uh, we had a couple of weeks really of downtime uh, during that process. So during that time, you were able to get that accomplished. All right. Oh, then, yeah, I'm good. All right. So before you guys take off. Um, like maybe the the night before you guys are getting ready to leave, uh, you get another little visit from um, your old pal Martin Lee, uh, and he stops by the base, kind of have a little bit of a chat and a little follow up uh, from the meeting that you guys had with uh, with Matt. Um, so he comes in, gathers everybody together, and he says, "Hey guys, look, so." We really didn't have any time to talk the other day about the whole guardianship thing that Matt Murdock had mentioned. So I just kind of wanted to sit down with you all for a moment and just kind of have a heart to heart. First and foremost, I just want to say that I've been incredibly impressed at how far you guys have come in such a short period of time. As a group, you all have faced some pretty tough times and you've come out the other side in one piece, more or less. And it's a pretty powerful thing to see. I mean, as you guys know, I'm the head of Feast, the homeless shelter that's become a home to so many people in this city over the years but i'm not here to talk about titles or formalities i've kind of been with you all from the start you especially colin and you've helped me and feast out on more than one occasion and while i gifted you this space that tony stark's crew has really worked wonders with i want to 
be more than just a shelter director to you. I, I legitimately want to put myself out there as a guardian, a mentor, and more importantly, just a friend. We're all aware of the challenges that you guys have been through and often without the support that you really truly need. And you found a family and one another. And as I said before, it's incredible to witness. FEAST stands for food, emergency aid, shelter, and training. But it's always meant more than just those words to me. It's meant care, compassion, and a chance to grow. So I thought long and hard about how to support you the best. I've listened to your stories, seen your strength, and I think that this is probably the best way that I can continue to support you guys as a legal guardian. Now, it's not just in a legal sense, but I want you to know that this is coming from a sense of someone who genuinely cares about your future and your well-being. If you guys would have me, I can provide not just my support, but also the resources and connections that come with FEAST. This is all really about securing your future and helping you with your education and providing opportunities to help you reach the goals that you want to reach. I want you to reach your fullest potential, both as a family and with individuals with the unique talents that you have. So I'm not asking for a decision right away, but I am eager to hear your thoughts on this. So talk it over and let's keep the conversation going. I think your future is a canvas that still is yet to be painted. And I want to help you paint the brightest and most promising picture. The choice is yours. I'm here to support you whatever it is that you decide. Thank, uh, thank you, Mr. Lee. Um, you've definitely given us a lot to think about. Um, and like you said, uh, it's something that we would need to think about because you being us, you being our guardians, but you directly responsible for our actions and and also puts you at risk for our enemies. <clears throat> well, and I understand that, and I've thought a lot about that. And to be honest with you, it's, it would not be the first time that I've been put in danger. And as you know, because of my association with you guys. Um, but even before that, you know, I have been a target. And... Fortunately, with the powers that uh, I possess from the Roxxon incident in the Gulf of Mexico, I've been able to take care of myself. Have you signed the accords? It's a good question. <laughs> I think you probably know the answer. I'm saying secret identity, so no. Hmm. Now, 
All that being said, I do have a little bit of a favor to ask. Since you guys are heading down uh, into Mexico, uh, you're heading over the border to help those folks that have that scroll virus, right? That is the plan. That's the plan. Well, as I think you know, before I started Feast, I was involved in helping immigrants find sanctuary here in the United States. And I still have contacts from around the globe with organizations that arrange the safe passage of individuals that are seeking asylum. There's a little town in the Yucatan Peninsula, not far from Cancun, called Leona Vicario. This particular little town is caught in the crossfire of an ongoing gang war. And there's an organization down there that I've had dealings with that has had a lot of success in transporting those in need to U.S. shores called Derecho de Viaje, the Rite of Passage, and that's spelled R-I-G-H-T, not R-I-T-E. We have lost all contact with the Rite of Passage. And it's been over a week without any contact and communication in the area is down completely. No cell phone tower signals, no ham radios, nothing. So the favor I'm asking is that maybe while you're down there, would you mind going into um, Leona Vicario and checking in on the Rite of Passage for me. Is this like a little coyote deal or is it more legitimate? Well, I mean, I'm just asking as a favor. I, I you know, this isn't a legitimate, you know, like you're going in uh, under s- certain orders from the U.S. government or anything like that. It's just me as a friend just asking a favor. Sure, I understand that. I'm just curious about the people we're going to be doing with. Uh, it, so, meaning, are are they like government officials? Yes. No, uh-uh. no, they are just concerned citizens from the area that are helping to procure passage for these individuals coming across the border uh, safely okay. and legally. Okay. That was that was the really that was the crux of it, I guess. Like, are we helping people seeking asylum through the channels? Are we helping people sneak in through the back door? Now this is uh, this is technically legitimate legitimate channels. Now the the process of actually getting them over here is a bit of a gray area, to be honest. Uh, but once we get them here on U.S. soil, we begin the process of making them legalized citizens so there is a waiting period there's a there's a certain time that they have to wait but this is a process (laughs) that these individuals would unfortunately probably never have if it were not the rite of passage that uh is in place to help them along the way and to just get them here 
By the way, what is the Mexican government's view on the Accords? That's the same uh, as the United Nations. So anything that you do down there certainly probably has to be done fairly quietly and uh, out of sight from the officials, if at all possible. It's fine. I don't have a passport anyway. I have curiosity, uh, and it's kind of, I guess, just more color than anything. What what countries haven't signed the Accords? Is it pretty much... I don't know that I have access to that information. I mean, I was asking outside the... Yeah, okay. I don't know that I have access to that information. (laughs) Hey, Karen, just out of curiosity... You feel free to look that up yourself there. <laughs> Welcome, Fernando. I knew there was something in the air tonight. <laughs> I'm never going to dodge that song. It's my solemn oath to you, my friend. So since you're coming in late, uh, just to kind of catch you up there, uh, the group is preparing now to go down into Mexico uh, to the lab that was created by Howard or by Tony Stark for Bruce Banner uh, down there to uh, try to work on a cure for the former Scroll Kill crew and perhaps work on something for Shatter as well. Oh, duh! I'll, I'll have to bring the samples. Obviously, I'm going to bring the samples. Sorry. Well, they are they are going to come with you. The uh, the scroll. Code. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And so that if anything is uh, hatched down there, any sort of plan that is hatched, then you guys can go ahead and and do whatever procedures need to be done while they're down there. He's much better equipped uh, for that than you are here in the labs at the base. I'll also take, because I had gotten some volunteer samples from the scrolls that we had freed. Oh, true. Yeah. I'll take some of those too, just to, so I have like a nice variety of, a small variety of scroll DNA. To, uh... Are we, are we going there on the up and up? Like, are we going through a border crossing or like going to immigrations or I'm wondering if I have to bring my passport or not? Um, Stark would have arranged for you to be able to travel to uh, Banner's property uh, with the Air Shark. Uh, so you're you've got some clearance uh, to actually be in the air over the airspace. We also have a stealth jet, so and it is a stealth jet. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, unless anyone uh, needs anything, go to the bathroom now. It's a long flight. <laughs> That's rock and roll. All right. Well, Martin thanks you once again, and he says just to kind of keep your head about you. He said that there says there are several cartels that are known to run in that area, and just to give you at least a bit of a heads up. They are called the Tarantulas, the Lobos Brothers, and the Jade Dragons. 
those are what you want to be on the lookout for while you're down there. Those lobos. Tarantulas and the jade dragons. Alright, so... Um, you guys all pile onto the air shark with uh, the former members of the scroll kill crew uh, and make your way down Me down Mexico away. Uh, and as I had said before, his laboratory uh, is located in a place called uh, Boca Iglesia. And it is on the Gulf of Mexico, just north uh, of uh, of Cancun. The area that uh, Martin Lee was asking you to check out uh, is actually west of Cancun, uh, Leona Vicario. Uh, so I'll leave it up to you guys as far as what you want to do. If you want to head to Banners first and get settled, or if you want to just make a pass by uh, Leona Vicario, I'll leave it up to you all. Yeah, I, I being the scroll I am, I say Banners first, get him everything that we need, he needs from us, and then we can head over to Leona Vicario. See, I was going to say the opposite, because I feel like we're going to have to spend more time at Banders. And if we just need to look in on these guys and see if they're okay, we could just do that real quick and then go to Banders. Yeah, but I don't want to get caught up in an unknown and feeling like that we have to take care of that situation before we take care of the scroll. The scroll have, what, a week before they're going to be irreversible or so? That's not that, but that's not a lot of time when there's a lot of research needs to be done. I'm and sure the is brilliant, but I want to give him as much time as possible. I will say too, a couple of the uh, scroll kill crew are still somewhat injured from their battle with uh, with Riot when she escaped. Uh, they're healing, uh, but but they're a little worse for wear compared to you guys. All right, the banners it is. All right, so you guys come flying in, uh, and it takes several hours to get down there. Uh, but you are, have been given the coordinates by Stark, uh, and the uh, the air shark is kind of coming in through the Gulf, uh, and you can spot Banner's um, kind of base of operations as you guys are flying in, uh, and. Off in the distance, on the top of these tall cliffs overlooking the gulf, you're greeted by a stunning cabana-style home that perfectly complements the natural beauty of its surroundings. Uh, perched atop these high cliffs, uh, the cabana-style home offers a breathtaking view of the Gulf of Mexico, and the home itself appears as an oasis amidst the lush tropical forest that envelops it. Palm trees and other exotic vegetation create a natural barrier from the roads beyond, providing privacy and a sense of seclusion, and the vibrant colors of the local flora paint a vivid backdrop to the cabana. Uh, so Stark spared no expense in, in finding this particular, particular place with his buddy. Uh, as you guys are flying in, you can spot 
banner out on the back lawn uh, and kind of waving at you guys as you as you bring the air shark in and come to rest. And he greets you with a with a wave and a warm smile. And he walks up to you guys as you guys are are getting off, and he says, "Hey, hey there." So you must be the kids that Tony was talking about. Nice ride you got there. That doesn't look like Tony's work. No. Well, hey, uh, good, good to meet you. Bruce Banner. Welcome to Casa de Gamma, as I like to call it. This is a nice place you have here. Oh, thank you. Yeah, right. It's it's good to have uh, friends with money, as I'm sure uh, you guys have, uh, have found out yourselves. So Stark set you up with this. Oh, yeah. Uh, sounds like he set you up with a little something back home. A big building. Quite generous, yes. Work he, in progress. Yeah, say what you want about the man, but he's uh, he's a, he's a good guy to have in your back pocket. Been very good to us, yes. Um, I'm Colin. Um, I guess you know why we're here. Yeah, he gave me kind of the basic idea. Uh, yeah, so I tell you what, why don't you guys come on up? I'll give you the nickel and dime tour real quick and show you around, and we'll get you all settled. Okay. Well, we what if we really um, we've got another thing that we need to check on while we're down here, so we're probably not gonna we're probably gonna you know give you everything that you need if you don't mind leaving. We leave our friends here. We can pick them back up, um, and then we may head out for a day. We need to check on some people for a friend because he hasn't heard from them in a week or so. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, we can. I'll kind of show you around just a little bit, see what you're dealing with, and then uh, uh, it'd probably be good for you guys to kind of see, you know, see the sights for a little bit. I'll get everything kind of settled up here. Maybe start running a few tests on these guys, and uh, and then we can meet up whenever you get back. Yes, some of them still have injuries, so. Got it. I've got stuff here that uh, we can probably, you know, help treat whatever injuries that they have. Um, so but just, do you hear, or do you have a staff? No, no, it's just me. Okay. Uh, come on in. Come on. I'll I'll show you around. So he kind of walks you up, uh, and at the back of the cabana, uh, you spot immediately this open air tiki bar. <laughs> uh, it's got a thatched roof and bamboo accents that contribute to a laid back kind of tropical vibe, making it an ideal spot for enjoying refreshing beverages and taking in the sights of sound and nature here at the Gulf. The bar offers a range of exotic concoctions where Banner likely relishes the experience of sipping on tropical cocktails while watching the sun dip below the horizon. Near the bar is a zen-like meditation area. Oh, here, I should pull this up for you so you can actually see what I'm talking about. How about that? Where is it? Right there. All right, so near the bar is a zen-like meditation area. This secluded space is adorned with lush and low-maintenance plants, creating an atmosphere of serenity. There's stone pathways guiding visitors to peaceful seating areas where they can practice in meditation or simply enjoy the gentle, soothing breezes. 
The cabana's exterior is designed to be a harmonious blend of relaxation and natural beauty, offering an ideal setting to unwind and appreciate the, the stunning views and connect with tranquility of the Gulf of Mexico's coastal paradise. In the heart of the cabana uh, is a charming little courtyard, uh, and that is about right, well, about right where you guys are standing there, where I have you placed. Mm -hmm. uh, adorned with intricately designed tiles that add a touch of Spanish elegance. At the center of the courtyard is a Spanish style water fountain. Uh, the soothing sound of gently trickling water adds a calming ambiance to the surroundings. After he walks you around up here, and there's a couple of uh, spots in here, it's like a nice little dining area and a couple of little rooms that he's kind of set aside for you guys to stay in uh, up top. Uh, but he leads you down a set of stairs uh, into the actual lab itself. And the interior of the lab is a true marvel of modern technology. And you see what I did there by putting Marvel in there. Uh, and this reflects both uh, the genius of Tony Stark and Banner's own scientific expertise. I'll pull this map up for you. Little Bear starts running around on top of the uh, counters and stuff, just kind of nosing at stuff and looking around. <laughs> Banner's like, what, is this the, is this the talking cat? Uh, yes. Hmm. Although it is actually telepathy. Ah, well, I've met a talking raccoon and now a telepathic cat, so... Every day brings new surprises. Got a oh, question. Yeah. Is this... Mm -hmm. where, is he Hulk Banner or Normal Banner? Oh, just Normal Banner. Yeah, just Normal, normal Banner. banner. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Gotcha. And have we been told his other persona? I don't think I don't think so. No, Tony just said not to make him angry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, but Mr. Cutterbell will ask. Uh, so, what research do you normally do, Dr. Banner? Well, most of my work here is uh, pretty much centered around uh, gamma energy. Radiation. Radiation. Mm. Are you attempting to cure cancer? Well, so to speak. Uh, cure a type of cancer or invasive um, well yeah so I, I've got a little problem that I'm trying to deal with and uh, Tony has kind of set me up with this particular place to kind of deal with that little internal demon yes we are all fighting our own inner monsters Yes, um, so he kind of shows you around a little bit down here, uh, and you can see that uh, the equipment in here is all extremely high-tech and uh, provides an ideal environment for scientific research and experimentation. Uh, much like your new training room at home, the lab is encased in walls composed of vibranium. Uh, the near-instructable metal known for its energy absorption properties. This makes the lab exceptionally secure and radiation-proof, uh, a necessity for conducting the experiments involving gamma radiation. The entire lab is equipped with cutting-edge technology designed and provided by Tony Stark, 
His typical holographic displays are scattered throughout the rooms, allowing for real-time data visualization and analysis. Stark's signature style is evident in the lab's seamless integration of advanced gadgets and displays. The facility also includes a state-of-the-art chemistry lab that is well-organized with a vast array of equipment, chemicals, and materials. It's a hub for researching gamma radiation's interactions with various substances and for developing new compounds and antidotes. This is the heart of the uh, laboratory over here on the left, the Gamma Energy Lab. This specialized section of the lab focuses on gamma energy research. Advanced machinery and instrumentation allow for the safe generation and analysis of gamma radiation. The lab also features an extensive network of high-performance computers, servers, and data storage systems. The sophisticated computer array enables complex simulations, data processing, and serves as a hub for the extensive research conducted within the lab. And then in a highly, uh, uh, I lost my spot there, sorry. Uh, very specially designed chamber. There's a massive containment unit uh, right up in here. Um, and it looks like it's equipped with uh, really heavy duty like restraints and monitoring systems uh, for a potentially large individual inside. Uh, Does he show us this or do we just notice it? Um, he is kind of showing you about, he doesn't necessarily mention that part. So you you definitely take note of the fact, but he kind of glosses over that one pretty pretty quickly. Uh, finally, he takes you off into the chamber over here on the right, uh, and that lab is equipped with a series of smaller containment pods and sensory deprivation tanks, and these are used for isolating and monitoring various experiments isolating gamma-infected subjects, or providing a controlled environment for scientific investigation. And he says that this is probably the place where, if we really need to, I can kind of simulate, basically, uh, suspended animation in here. So if there are members of this group that you're really concerned about the mutation moving too fast, this would probably be someplace where we might want to contain them and tony was telling me that there was one in particular that you guys were concerned about uh isn't that correct uh yes well riot was one and then oh there was another one there. uh the minotaur dude uh marshall mathers or whatever <laughs> hey, right yeah he is having issues with being able to uh change forms yeah, and that was uh, Moonstop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was right. Uh, and you guys had discussed with Moonstop of the possibility of, of maybe doing a um, suspended animation on him while he was up there, and he was a little bit resistant to that. But uh, perhaps with a little bit of coaxing from his fellow 
mercenaries and banner maybe while you guys are gone they might be able to talk him into that so banner kind of addresses you guys after the the little nickel and dime tour and says okay so my understanding is that these individuals have been infected with an alien virus or uh, have had their DNA spliced and are having some sort of negative effect uh, with their genetic makeup. Is that right? Yes, they have been, they are uh, attempts at creating a sort of super army that have gone awry uh, using alien DNA uh, does he know about, uh, what is it, the organization, the... Secret Empire? Secret Empire, yes. Um, yeah, uh, you don't know. I, well, I'll ask him. Are you familiar with the Secret Empire? Tony mentioned something to me about the, the fact that you guys had come across this group that was apparently made up of some members, like, from Hydra and AIM and other like terrorist organizations is that right yes a true access of evil i don't and know they're... that i've had dealings with that group as a whole but you know i certainly know quite a bit about hydra and a decent amount about aim yes they are trying to take over the world and this was the first attempt at creating a, an army what are your experiences with alien dna limited but i'm sure i can probably figure it out we have brought samples from uh, some uh, willing scrolls uh, to help research that'll definitely help i appreciate that he's got one of my samples right yeah yeah i grabbed a pair of gray boxers <laughs> from nix's room <laughs> yeah. She usually burns through things, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you kind of break down for me what it is that we're really dealing with here with these guys? Um, their body is wholly starting to reject the procedure, and they are in the process of dying. Hmm. Uh, on the way out, they are experiencing a, a different array of genetic instabilities. Uh, one of them, um, for uh, lack of a better term, became this uh, giant raging hulk of a creature and uh, trashed part of uh, Manhattan before we could subdue her. Uh, the rest of them just seem to be exhibiting sicknesses. Well, that first bit sounds awfully familiar. Um, Tony was also saying that there was a member of your group that was looking to maybe kind of go back to the way that he was. I raise an arm and a tentacles. I'm, I'm still kind of looking around, not exactly facing him. I'm like, yeah, over here, Doc. Man made of glass. Um, what What's your name? Uh, well, people have been calling me Shatter. My real name is Sebastian. Nice to meet you. Sebastian. All right. So, Sebastian, 
um, I mean, obviously, I think our focus right now, because whatever is going on with these guys, it seems to be killing them. I think our main focus is going to have to probably be on them first. But just so I can kind of put it in the back of my brain, I think I need you to really tell me what it is that you're really hoping to achieve. Doc, I've been thinking about that for a little while now. Um, for the longest time, more than anything, I just wanted no part of any of this. I wanted to go back to being human again. Uh, this this glass isn't it's just not me. Um, the more I've come to know my friends and, and help out, I I don't know. Something tells me this. I don't know. This might be for the greater good. I greater good. If given a choice right now. I almost say I would stay like this because I don't have anything to go back to, but I know, I know, I just know if I stay like this, if I'm like this forever, I know I'm going to regret it. I know I'm not going to live any kind of a normal life. I I don't want this to be permanent. That's all. That's all I know right now. I, I, it, it, I don't want this to be permanent. So... How much did Tony tell you about me, all of you guys? The Jerry specialized in genetics. I do specialize in genetics. And you have anger management issues. Yeah, I do have that. And and you've got a big, heavy-duty jail in your office. It's not really a jail per se, but we've got one of those too. It's just someplace safe. Oh, that's yeah. what ours is. We're familiar. What's going on, Doc? Well, he didn't tell you about the other guy. Oh, it's another guy. But you said you were alone here. Well, I am alone, but I did say something about an inner demon. Oh, were you being literal? Our friend Nix has one of those. Ah, yeah. He is an elder god. <laughs> well, mine is not an elder god, but uh, he has the power of one. I guess I should stop beating around the bush and just come right out and say it. You are looking at the Hulk. Are we familiar with the Hulk? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, okay, You! Yeah. Yeah, I know it's kind of hard to believe, but yeah. I come up and kind of sniff him. <laughs> smells like a dude. <laughs> yes, the gamma study makes sense. So... You... Oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was just asking that. What's, what is your story? How did you come the Hulk? Well, that's a long story. Uh, but you guys can probably... I'm sure you all have your own individual stories that, uh, that make you who you are. And uh, 
mine is probably not necessarily that different. Let's just say that I was fooling around with uh, with gamma radiation and technology, and uh, you know, accidents happen. <laughs> you were bit by a radioactive Hulk. <sighs> Yeah, of a sort, but I, I was kind of my own radioactive Hulk. So I made a few little errors in calculation. Uh, but really, here, here's the thing for you guys. Let me just put your mind at ease right now. The good news is, is I can't change into the Hulk right now. I haven't been able to since uh just a little bit before the snap um i was out very far away from here uh in space <laughs> and don't ask how i got there i would assume a ship yeah yeah it was a ship uh and i was really trying to escape and trying to put myself into a place where the Hulk wasn't going to continue to be a danger not only to the people of Earth, but more importantly to the people that I cared the most about. So, in essence, I ran away. Um, until I found one of those old friends and we came back and in the process of coming back and exploring the stars, we were set upon by Thanos himself. And the other guy, the Hulk, went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Thanos on a ship and got his ass handed to him. And something in that interaction forced the beast further back into my consciousness and he has not come out since now are you saying he is pouting because he lost <laughs> i guess maybe you could look at it that way yeah but with that being said sebastian you're certainly talking to someone who knows both sides of what it is that you're dealing with here and from what i'm gathering from what a lot of you guys have been dealing with over the last several months and while it's good to be back in my human form i'm realizing that the strength that comes along with the hulk is something that could potentially do a lot of good on this earth. And me not being able to adequately participate in the battle against Thanos has weighed pretty heavily on my conscience. And that if anything else with the power of Thanos were to come to this planet again, I need to be sure that I'm both mentally and physically prepared to meet that challenge. So that's why this lab is here. It's for me to come to terms with the beast that, lay, that lies within. 
and see if we can work out a mutual agreement. So, you've had a taste of what this, these powers can do for you and for other people. And I can understand there be, being a need to get away from it, but then that thing that's itching at the back of your brain right now that's telling you, who am I without it? So, I get it. I'm either the best guy or the worst guy you could come to with the problem that you're having right now. Thanks, Doc. I, uh, I'm going to think about that a little bit. Appreciate that. So we've got some time, obviously. It's going to take us a while probably to crack this code. And whatever you decide, just know I'm willing to work with you and figure out what's going to work best for you. And I can't make you any guarantees, much like I can't make these guys any guarantees that we're going to find a cure. Uh, this is literally alien territory that we are uh, exploring here together. But just know if if there is a lab that's going to be able to crack it, you guys are at the right lab. And I'll do whatever I can to help both these guys and you guys out as much as possible while you're here. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Well... I'm going to sit down with the uh, with the mercenaries here and kind of get to know them a little bit. We'll take some more uh, uh, skin samples and run some tests. I'll run some scans and uh, you guys do what you feel like you need to do. I showed you your room up, rooms upstairs uh, and just come on back. Uh, the key's under the map up top. Um, do you have like some sort of radio communication constantly that we can uh, uh, reach you, out to. You guys have some Stark technology, right? Yeah, we've got Karen. Okay, yeah. yeah. Let, let's just link her up to uh, to my system here, uh, okay. and we should be able to uh, to communicate okay. Gotcha. After I said that, I'll walk over to Nix and grab her hand and go, hey, you Okay. Yeah. Having issues with my setup. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Saw you give a couple looks during uh, Dr. Banner's little uh, history lesson and a uh, couple things mm -hmm. hit home, I know, so I just wanted to make sure you're good. I'm coming to terms. So I know. How about you? Or your terms? Getting better, I guess guess I'm finding a purpose. You always had a purpose. Maybe now it's a place. Yeah, it's a good way to put that, thanks. Mm -hmm. You know, you've the exact same thing. You've got a place too now. Yeah, and I've got a pretty sweet set of powers too. Mm -hmm. so. we're, we're a team. <laughs> Is that what you call this? 
What else you gonna call us? Group of jackoffs? Motley Crew came to mind, but jackoffs, <laughs> sure, why not? And a cat. And a cat. I feel like the jackoffs of the blip don't have the same ring to it. <laughs> yeah. Very well could be. <laughs> Alright. I could use a little relaxation. May walk around outside for a little bit. Want come? Yeah, sure. See you in a little bit, guys. You okay, Seabass? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I'll turn around to Dr. Banner and be like, do you, uh, I mean, while everybody's getting settled, do you need any help down here? Uh, yeah, sure. You, you've got a little bit of uh, scientific background, right? Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh... I'll tell you the whole story. It's how this actually happened. But, uh, you know, it's been a while since I've been in a lab. So let me let me stick and help out, guys. I'll catch up with you. All right. And, uh, Banner kind of sets you to work at uh, at collecting uh, samples from uh, from all of the uh, scroll kill crew. Uh, and then he kind of shows you the process of uh, the analysis that he'll be going through he's got some uh, uh some scanners and sensors there that you've never seen before uh that can very quickly kind of break them down to their genetic material uh and what would normally take probably a couple of hours he can do in probably about 15 minutes yeah i'm definitely gonna hang out in the lab as well uh, also i was gonna ask uh banner um his inner demon as he puts it is this like a separate consciousness or do you guys share consciousness you know i tell you it's kind of funny there are certain times that i can remember pretty acutely the stuff that the other guy does um but the angrier he gets the more fuzzy it all gets for me, uh, which which is why I think trying to figure out a way where we can kind of merge the two personalities would be the most beneficial, so that I have a little bit more control over his actions. That's the goal. Yeah. Well, I've been kind of dabbling in psychology and psychoanalysis. I would love to use this in that way if I could. You know, that very well might could help. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll have some discussions. Great. Cuddlebear totally perks up and starts flicking his tail because like, no one else has taken him up on his offer of uh, psychotherapy yet. <laughs> Yeah, no one's that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys kind of help out in the lab a little bit, take a little walk on the grounds, uh, and uh, about an hour or so kind of passes, and uh, um, Banner uh, says he's going to try to uh, whip up some food for uh, for the members of the uh, Skull Kill kill crew and get them fed and if you guys want to head into town and kind of see the sights he 
just kind of reiterates the fact that the, the doors open for you guys whenever you come back and he, he gets you all pass keys to be able to come and go as you please and how far are we from the other town it's if if you were driving there it's probably about an hour out uh but taking the uh the air shark if you want to take that i mean it's you know maybe about 10 minutes Ooh, excuse me. Cool. All right. You guys want to go check in on these guys? Oh, I'm for it. Do we know who to, do we have a contact that we're supposed to reach out to? Or, uh, you know, he didn't actually uh, give you a name. He just gave us the name of the organization, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have like an office then, since they're somewhat legit. Make a nice uh, banner yes. if he's heard of him. Yeah, um, the right of passage. Yeah, the right of he is not familiar with the right of passage. Mm. What about the three cartels? Does he have any information on them? He says honestly. He said I really haven't been out of the lab all that much over the last couple of months. I go down to Cancun every once in a while, you know, to do some shopping. Other than that, I really don't get out all that much. All right, fair enough. Uh, And uh, your contact would be uh, Andrea Cortez. All right. Let's go see Andrea. Ortez. Senora Ortez. Uh, Fern, I uh, put a message on the Facebook page. I know you're not on that. Uh, and I mentioned the fact that I'm going to have to apologize to Fernando in advance for all of the mispronunciations of all of the uh, Spanish names and locations. <laughs> <laughs> because I have a very tenuous grasp of the Spanish language. So uh, I apologize in advance <laughs> that's, that's that's uh apologizo um <laughs> i we, we say that in spanish yeah feel free to correct me if uh, <laughs> if i need correcting <laughs> uh so leona vicario uh is a small mexican village that's situated uh, uh outside of cancun to the west uh as you guys are kind of flying in you can see that this place is a bit of a somber reflection of the ongoing violence that's plaguing the region that Martin Lee uh, was kind of alluding to uh, during his conversation to you earlier. It is caught in the the crossfire of relentless gang wars involving various Mexican cartels, and it was a once bustling town that has now been transformed into a stark representation Uh, of the struggle for power and control. As you're flying over the city, you can see that the streets and buildings all bear the unmistakable marks of ongoing conflict. Bullet holes riddle the walls and remnants of street battles are evident in the form of shattered windows and graffiti, which serve as territorial markers for the various cartels. Uh, And if you kind of get close enough, you can see like graffiti in the forms of spiders, in the forms of wolves, 
and in the forms of dragons that mark various buildings in specific areas of the town. The town's infrastructure has been battered and bruised and the roads are all kind of cracked and crumbling. Now, despite the telltale signs of active of an active war zone, the most unsettling aspect as you guys are kind of hovering over the area is the eerie absence of life. The streets that were once bustling with activity now lie completely deserted. The town that was until recently conducting everyday life in the shadow of danger is seemingly vanished. Storefronts are all closed and cars are left abandoned in the streets. It's a veritable ghost town. Uh, as we're seeing like the graffiti on the different buildings, and mm -hmm. I noticed that there's like uh, spiders, wolves, and dragons, I want to try to gauge who has the most. Like, are there more dragons or are there more wolves? Are there more tarantulas? Is it kind of even? Make a... Um intuition roll uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. Uh, that's why i didn't call karma i wasn't too sweating it it was a white yeah i missed it by that much yeah i mean it is it is a little bit difficult to tell and even some of the uh, symbols that are out there uh, kind of leave you guessing as to maybe what gang potentially they might be associated with. Like uh, some are probably like painted over and stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just kind of try to gauge who seems to have more of a grip on the town or if anybody does. Do we have an address for this place's office? Yes. Yeah. And it was an old uh, kind of clinic in the area. And it's abandoned. Well, I mean, everything almost looks abandoned yeah. right now. I mean, uh, you know, the places look certainly lived in, um, but there's just nothing going on in the streets. I'll pull you to a uh, map here so you guys can kind yeah. of see, you know, kind of what the area looks like. Like Sword Art Online, the was it the game the the guns the guns one. Anybody what's what's mm -hmm. that now? Sword Art Online, the animated series. Mm. They're in the video game. The second one is like a it's a gun game, but the map kind of reminds me of this. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but this building here is where you guys would be wanting to go to. Do we just go see? Knock on the door. Uh, where, do you want, where do you want to plant the air shark? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Outside the town, walk in, or in that parking lot right there, in front of the Circle K. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all right, Circle K. Make sure we lock it before we leave. <laughs> <laughs> Strange things have flitted the Circle It'll K. It'll end up on concrete blocks from the look of it. We'll <laughs> be all tagged up. Mention okay. lock it. Just hear poop, beep, poop. <laughs> hey Karen protect Let's the jet him. protect the jet don't kill anyone just protect the, protect the jet it's gonna be all Rick and Morty and shit I was just about to say that worked out so well in that episode so <laughs> yeah 
Uh, and it's getting kind of close to dusk. Uh, the sun's starting to kind of set a little bit uh, off in the distance there. Why are you turning this into a Rodriguez film? Oh, I might. <laughs> Steve Buscemi comes around the corner. Run. <laughs> run Desperado, it'll be fine. Desto Don, not so much. <laughs> All right, let's go knock on the door. Is there a buzzer intercom? Um, there is a little bit of uh, the. It was like I was saying before. It was once a clinic uh, that now kind of serves as a sanctuary for individuals seeking asylum in the United States. The exterior of the facility is kind of a stark contrast to the rest of the city. Uh, and in a show of resilience, the building appears fairly well-kept and fortified. Its walls displaying a fresh coat of paint with hopeful, colorful murals painted on the side. There's a large steel gate that's adorned with symbols of safety and freedom. Uh, but the gate uh, has a chain that's wrapped around it, but the lock uh, has been broken uh, and it lies open. Oh. As they're kind of in front of the building there, I kind of walk to where I am down there on the side. I'm just peeking down the alleyway. Is there like any other entrance, any other thing of note on the other sides of the building? Uh, backside uh, has a kind of a, a steel metal door uh, on the back, and it is closed. Okay. You notice anything um, else back? As soon as I, I see that broken lock, I'm gonna. Am I feeling anything? Um. Yes. Give me one second. Okay. Here. I can. I can see that. That's why I was asking if I could see. I could feel it. Uh, nope. You, you. Yeah. Hold on one second here. I'm going to do something for you. Give me one sec. Okay. So this is what you can feel. Okay. Oh yeah. Guys, don't let anybody touch you. Don't let anybody touch you? Yeah. Who's here? And if you see... uh, Is that bottom thing a power that I could feel? Uh, Right here? I can't see anything because I... uh, Right here. Right here? Okay. Yeah. Yes, that's what you can feel. And that bottom one, I can feel that. That's Mm -hmm. that's an actual power. Gotcha. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, well, hold on. Let me look at, let me look at that here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, we got some sickos in there. Um, yeah, don't let anybody touch you. Um, that's going to be bad. And if you see, oh God, like shit floating in the air, get away from it. Don't let it touch you. There's there's some weird shit going on in this building. Why would we go in? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the thing, this stray glass starts to pop up around me for the body armor. I'm like, yes, there's people in there. I go into phase. Maybe I should sure. go up top. 
There are people in lots of buildings. Why do we need to go in if this place has got full of things that we can't look, can't, can't touch, and if there's anything floating that we need to bail out? Like, why would we even go in? This uh, is the base of operation of that group that we're supposed to check in on. Yeah, they could still be in there. These people could just be people that you know, are waiting to get well, across. No one's going to no make you go in, buddy, but I'm going in. Yeah, I'm going to kind of listen first. Can I hear anything coming from the building? Um, you make a, uh, heightened senses roll. Uh, I'll for this to show. Oh, yeah. 25, it's a 25, that's yellow. Yellow? Yep. Very faintly. You can hear, like, like shuffling footsteps and what seems to be like labored breathing well as a, <laughs> as a head of science i hate to jump to a conclusion but if i did not know any better i would think there were zombies inside as a girl of comics i would say there are zombies inside that's <laughs> what i'm feeling there's something inside that could turn things into zombies. Alrighty yeah. then. Um, I feel I look kind of look around. Does anyone have a gun? <laughs> a what? Well, but I could shoot them through the brains. We will make do then. I've got my laser pew pew gun. Um, do we, would you like me to scout ahead before we go in? I yeah. can go invisible and check out too. What's about the infection? Is there a way maybe I can... I'm thinking of trying to create like a screen or a filter that we could, that would I could push everything away. Yeah. And there's zombies, so I should be able to tie them up. And, hey, Karen, will my them. suit filter out spores? Uh, Stark Tech should be able to protect you from any uh, any outside harm that would be breathable, yes. What about touchable? I would imagine so, yes, as long as it doesn't breach the armor. Okay. Can't tell. I, I mean, I have no idea if the touch thing is just organic or not. I'm so I'm still not going to let anybody touch me. Yeah, let's let's just take a peek in real quick. Um, let me know if I should come in. I'll yeah, I'll do what you want. I'm staying out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'll go invisible and I'll go in. Okay, right. and I'll come through the door. Just like, kind of looking like, you know, gray cat, curious. Is there a way? I am stuck on that token, Chris, so all I can see is that hallway. I can't even see my own token. You can't click off of the token? No, it won't let me click off of it. Right, clicking escape. This is weird already. There we go. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Cool. All right. So you guys enter into the main lobby. Uh, those of you that actually are going in. <laughs> um, Erebus, are you staying outside? Absolutely, I'm staying outside. There's no reason for me to go in there. <laughs> and I'm waiting. I'm waiting outside until they tell me to come in. Gotcha. 
All right, so you guys enter into this lobby, and as soon as you walk in, that um, instinct of you're getting ready to walk into a horror show <laughs> pretty much comes true as soon as you walk in. Uh, the emergency lights in the facility are the only things that are currently on. Uh, and there's kind of a flickering light off to the right-hand side that just adds that extra little horror movie ambiance to the, uh, to the room, uh, and a red light spilling out from one of the offices that's directly in front of you. And it looks like this would be where, like, clients or patients or whatever the case might be would be checking in and then there's another one that's kind of spilling out a green light off to the right uh, as well and then a hallway that runs down the middle in between those two offices it's a cool map by the way thanks mm -hmm. it looks very cool yeah, for those of us that can see it from the inside yeah the way the lighting is set up is sweet uh, I said uh, the column. I will take left. You take right. All right, sounds good. Karen, can you pick up any signs of life in here? Um, scanning. Besides us, of course. I do detect numerous faint heartbeats uh, scattered throughout the building. Uh, but then I do detect three individuals that have heart rates that are congruent with individuals like yourselves uh, that, that would be healthy uh, individuals. The others that I'm feeling are very faint and very weak. Gotcha. Like they're in a coma, you think? That would be perhaps an adequate description, yes. Okay. But I would say, just from the count of it, there are about 10 that I can detect, and then three others that seem to be healthy. Okay, so yeah, I just walked into the room. To the right. Oh, okay. Walked into the room over here. Okay. So, did you go through the doorway? No, I haven't. Yeah, I was just going to phase through the wall here on the left. Okay. I thought it was the door, but it says I can't walk through this door. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you through there. There. There you okay. go. All right. So, and Spider Wasp, did you phase through then as well? No, I walked through the door. Oh, okay. I'm All invisible. Right. I don't have phasing anymore. Gotcha. I just have oh, invisibility. Okay. All right. Okay, so, all right, then we need to back up just a little bit because you should not have been able to have walked in there. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I'll back out then. Um, from your angle, from okay. where you are just outside, that's kind of a window there. That, okay, gotcha. That looks into that room. Now, you could slide the window open if you wanted to from the outside and then crawl in if you wanted no, to. No, no. I, I thought that was a door, so gotcha. that's why I went through it. Yeah, I don't know why you were able to get through it. Probably because you're a, 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 an assistant GM. It probably gotcha. just made it invisible for you. I'll go down the hallway then. Okay, so we'll do Cuddle Bear first because he was the one that first um, gotcha. kind of went into that room. So Cuddle Bear, you phase through and off in the darkness, just beyond where that red light is kind of flashing in that room, you see a figure that as soon as you come into the room, it turns and growls at you 
and it looks a wee bit something like this. It's, wow. a, fe it's a female figure uh, dressed in pretty much everyday street clothes. Uh, but her face uh, that's not every day is kind of skull like uh, with deep sunken black eyes and the pattern that's on it almost gives you the feeling of a uh, Dia de los Muertos uh, kind of skull yeah. did, he do, did he do good Fernando yeah, man, on the Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I mean, that's solid. All right, good. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm to give a quizzical meow. Uh, and she, at the meow, begins to kind of lurch forward and her arms outstretched in your direction. Um, spider wasp, that would have put you at a point where you're coming around the corner. Mm -hmm. as, as soon as you come around the corner, you spot another one that looks like this male. Uh, and this one is actually bald and still, but still has the same kind of skull like markings uh, going across his face. Gotcha. Uh, and it looks as though the skin is like really jaundiced and pulled tight. Mm -hmm. uh, around, around the skull. Gotcha. Remind me of those guys from uh, that, that Doctor Who. I think it was Doctor Who. Uh, the like the weird couple or whatever. I think they were a couple or brother and sister. They were like blue hued almost. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember if they were related or if they were like a couple. Yeah, but, yeah. They were like, oh. Okay. I'll just that. I'll just go over the intercom. It's like okay, uh, yeah, found what we're uh, dealing with. Um, yeah, pretty much zombies, guys. Come on in. <laughs> come on in. The zombies are fine. All right, so I've pulled up your combat tracker. So uh, feel free to roll initiative because these things are now starting to come at you. I'm gonna, uh, yeah, cuddle bear seconds that he's like, I've got one in the room with me too. You Little bear, I rolled for you there, buddy. Oh, okay. I was about—I was just waiting for the tracker to, because it always moves them around. So uh -huh. I don't know people. Gotcha. All right, so, um, cuddle bear, what's your bonus? Plus three. Plus three. Erevis, I don't think you have a bonus, right? That's correct. Uh, Nix. Sorry, what was that? Plus four. Four. Uh, Shatter is one. And Spider Wasp. Four. Okay. All right, Cuddle Bear, you go first, everybody. Uh, let's roll for multiple actions and call Karma. 40 and Remarkable from 50. That's I'll just do that. So I'll have the one extra. Uh, and first, I'm going to kind of reach out. Uh, telepathically to the, the entity in front of me and see if I can communicate with it. Okay. Um, is there anyone there? You look like you need assistance. There you 
What did it say? Hear you. I still did not understand that. Hear you. Hear you? Mm-hmm. Oh, it hears me. What is what has happened to you? Hungry. And she's reaching out to you to uh, to try to to grasp you. Now you are in phase, correct? Yes. Okay. All right. So she she walks over uh, and reaches down, and her hands go through you. Yes, that is not going to happen. Uh, and I, for my action, I'm going to uh, get a skill. Um, I will get well, what would be helpful in zombies. Uh, well, I'm probably going to shoot him. So I'm going to go ahead and get marksman. Okay. And I will call karma for that. It's a good thing. Uh, but the 10 points will give me green. Okay. So I'll have marksman for the next hour. All right. Uh, Nix. Yes. So I come inside. And once they tell me it's, hey, it's zombies. Do you, and I see Mr. Cuddlebear with the, the lady, right? Yeah, from your vantage point, yeah. Due to my cult lore, anthropology, mm -hmm. and dead languages and everything in history, could I cobble together some sort of understanding of what this is besides just a zombie? Uh, you can make a uh, reason roll. 16. Uh, as far as what this might be it, it it makes sense that it's a zombie just from from the look of it mm -hmm. uh but you know zombie in encapsulates a, a lot of different things when it comes down to like occult lore uh and so forth and there are certain zombies that are literally the undead uh, but then there are others that have been brought back to life. Mm -hmm. um, and there are zombie-like individuals that uh, are associated with Santeria uh, that have been induced to appear dead. And that might be what these things are. So there's a distinct possibility that these things, whatever they are, may still be alive. Mm. Oh, shit. Um, she's going to fly to the top of the ceiling and follow a spider wasp. Okay. And then when you get to uh, that space, you do see uh, one of these creatures now kind of shambling uh, down the hall towards Spider Wasp. Okay. Uh, multiple actions. Good. Okay. You. Okay. Uh, so I'll take it to yellow for 26. All right. So a total of 56 yellow. Mm -hmm. And that would give you two extra actions, correct? I think so, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, two extra. Three total. Okay. And then my first action is going to be, I'm going to uh, have the floor darkness come up and, and uh, 
uh, encase the feet and growing up the legs of the zombie to topple it over or keep it upright so it can't move. Okay. That's uh, a yellow 88. All right. I'm going to roll to see whether or not he notices. He does. So I'm going to try to get him uh, an opportunity to kind of try to skip out of that. And he got a white, so you got him. <laughs> and is it, are you turning on the immediate, uh, I'm going to yep. do damage with these? Yeah. Okay. How much damage? Oh, no, it's, it starts the second round. Second round. Okay. Yeah. All right. But he is grappled? He is grappled, yes. Grappled. Mm -hmm. Spider wasp. All righty. Thanks, hon. Um, I will roll for multiples, Karma. And yeah, I'll take that to the yellow for three, since I know we have multiples in here, according to Karen. Um, well, since I see somebody has the one in front of me kind of taken care of, um... You know what, I'm going to go ahead and just web that one so that Nyx can move on to our next prey. Um, so yeah, I'll web the one that's can't move in the blackness. Okay. And uh, should I create it? It's a yellow. All right, yep, so you got him. Okay, so he's in incredible this round uh then goes monstrous right yep yep okay all right and then, uh... yeah, the, the information that i feel like i have <laughs> is don't touch no, no touchy and if there's things floating in the air back away i ain't got no fancy suit I don't see any reason that I would go into this building. Like, I feel like I'm just going to stay outside. Where okay. It is nice and safe. We did call call for assistance, though. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I believe in all of you. I believe in I believe in all of your industry to you know go in there and and be productive. And you know what? I'll just take care of the jet. Make sure the jet's okay. That's what I'm going to do with my life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shatter. Oh, you're muted. Uh, yeah, telling the dog to be quiet. Uh, <laughs> so I, when I walk in there, like from that first vantage point, I can see Cuddles and that other carry-on in that room, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so, um, all right, first things first. <laughs> call Karma and roll for multiples. Uh, okay. Is that the right one? Yes. Okay. Oh, good thing I did that. <laughs> On the remarkable table, you got to get it up to a 36. Yes. So, oh, that's 12, not 14. Okay. Um, so yes, I get the green. And then what did you say that this was like some kind of window? Yeah, there, it's it's a window right here. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's 
bust that window mm -hmm. and we're gonna call the blast to me and as it's as it's coming to me it's gonna take the form of like kind of like a almost like a spear like a and as it does that i launch it straight forward right back at the carry on so gotcha. blast spear to the carry okay karma jesus christ maybe i'll get 26 next <laughs> we'll take it to the green all right and that's that's for actually chucking it then correct that's for the chucking okay that's for the chucking <laughs> um and that does 50 points of damage uh yeah, amazing yes yeah okay All right, so you see her kind of bending over to try to reach down for Cuddlebear. Her hands go through it, and as she's standing up, you catch her uh, in the side, uh, and just right under her armpit uh, in the rib cage, hit her, uh, and it, it draws her open to where now she can spot you, uh, and she begins to kind of lumber in your direction. Um, and actually it's her go, so she's going to lumber quickly in your direction. Uh, and she is coming through now the open, uh, window and is going to, I think, grapple you. You're a protective glass. <laughs> yep. She's going to try to grapple you. You got a green to do so. Now you rolled for extra actions, correct? I did. I only get the one, but I, I can use it to resist or dodge or... Mm -hmm. So make a uh, strength roll. Okay. Karma. Oh, there you go. All right. Okay. So <laughs> she, she grabs hold, but you kind of weasel your way out of her grasp and kind of slip out of, out of her uh, her grasp there. <laughs> and the one in the hall that has been now bound by both by his feet with the shadows and by the webs is going to attempt to break out of the webs at least. Oh, and he does. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so he rips out of the webs now uh and is kind of tugging at his at his feet trying to pull himself away now that's amazing strength there right okay um he's able to pull one leg free but he's not completely uh out of it at this point uh hmm. so we roll back to the top of the round for extra actions uh cuddle bear do you have any extra i do have one yes okay um, so when I see the carry uh, kind of crawl through the window and head to shatter, um, I'll, I kind of jump through the window and, um, come out of phase armor up, um, and take a shot at carry. Okay. Shoot to the back of the head. And I'll call karma for that. And uh, you said you're coming out of the window, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. Uh, and my damage ability. Uh, yes. Okay. Karma. 
that's an 11 that I rolled. Um, 20, yeah, fuck it. I'll, I'll spend the, the 30 total to make it a green. Okay. And, uh, or 35 uh, to make it a green. All right, and damage on that? Uh, excellent. Okay. I need a All right, and, and what was it? Was that the uh, repulsor? The yeah, the repulsor blast. Okay. All right, so you hit her, hit her in the back with the repulsor blast, and it kind of shoots her forward just a little bit and into the wall right next to the front door. Eat it, bitch. Uh, Nix. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to bolt shoot a black bolt to the head of the one that I've already got grappled partially. Okay. Karma. Fuck you. I rolled a nine. Uh. <laughs> so, nada. Not gonna take it to your green? Uh, I, oh, I thought, yeah. Sorry. Yes, I am. Thought I could only add ten for some stupid reason. <laughs> little off yeah so it's a green so it's an amazing bolt all right all right so he just ripped out of the webs tugged his, his leg out and kind of lurches forward and then that black bolt just just hits him directly in the face and kind of sends him back and kind of topples him a little bit so he lands uh on his back um shatter i think your second action's already done so cuddlebear do you have another one or are you uh, i've got one. Oh, you've got, got one sorry uh, yeah i've got actually two more i got yep, three actions bad. that's my bad no problem um so yeah i'm gonna i don't think i have i will follow up since uh that's the first time anybody's broken out of my web so i'm a little bit one like wow <laughs> that's interesting that's so the first time uh first time i remember so i'm just gonna like bewildered look on my face and just hold up my wrist and laser blast him all right And it's a, it's a green. It's a hit, yep. Damage there. Uh, you know what? I don't know, and you don't have it on my sheet. <laughs> what, the laser blast? Yeah. Just, it's, well, it's unearthly targeting. That's the targeting, yeah. Yes, but you don't okay. have the damage on it. Okay, it's remarkable damage. That's okay. on that's on the, uh, the other sheet. I guess I didn't transfer gotcha. that over. Yep. I was getting ready it's to go there. 30. All right, so you hit him while he's down, <laughs> uh, and definitely do some more damage, but he's still uh, moving. Okay. Uh, Cuddlebear, you're done, right? Okay, Nix, for your last action. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to move forward into the hallway. And... Uh... Wish I could save you, but I'm going to bolt him again in the head. 
Kara. Yeah. Uh, that'll be, I'll take it to red for 94. Ooh, okay. And are you wanting to kill it? No. Uh, it's a struggle. It's real. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> um, yeah, I know it's a zombie, but it could be just alive. Can I not, can I, it's a possible to knock out a zombie of this no. caliber? We, we can certainly try it. I'll do that then. I'll do All that. Right. All right, so you get a white. Uh, so you hit, uh, and you hear something break uh, when, when you hit, uh, mm-hmm. and you take it down to zero, uh, and it is currently in the process of expiring. It still has some breath left in it, uh, but it is it has failed its first attempt uh, at survival. Okay. Uh, and then spider wasp, you've got another one, right? Yeah. Um, I'll, uh, head down this way, down this hallway, poke my head around the corner. Okay. And looking down the hallway, the hallway looks clear. Gotcha. I'll look back at next, nothing down this way. Uh, and you turn, look back at Nyx. Nyx, right behind you, uh, I, I need you to make a uh, intuition roll. Okay. The jump scare. Intuition, 22. 22? That's a white. All right. So you hear Spider Wasp say, you know, nothing down here. And Spider Wasp, you see that door open. Okay. And uh, another one of these creatures pops out. Uh, okay. And just for sake of showing you, since I did it, uh, this you one, did such a good job on them. This one looks a little different than the other ones, but it's still the same Ooh. kind of. Well, it's been dead a little longer. Yeah. I'm loving these zombie glamour shots. I know, really. I really do. <laughs> it's giving me Halloween ideas. Yeah. Uh, one was kind of hot. If um, can yeah. I, since I technically do still have an action, since I just moved with my normal movement, uh, uh, can I web them? Uh, well, we're going to the beginning of the next round okay. uh, at this point. No problem. Uh, and as that's happening, you guys that are in that hallway now see two more. That have come around the corner. Why? Oh my. There we go. Just so that I can tell who's who. Okay. Uh, back to the top of the round goes to Mr. Cuddlebear. Okay. Uh, let's roll for multiple actions. I'll karma to do so. But the third, the ten should do. Well, 36 will give me just a green. Um, and then action the first, uh, I'm going to take another shot at that carrion. Okay. And uh, we'll call karma for that. 31 on incredible is just barely green. Uh, which becomes 41, so. Okay. 
Are you? Is it dodging? It is. Yeah, Got a thirty-eight to dodge, so uh, I think she jumps out of the way on that. Yeah. So she jumps out more towards the center of the room here uh, to about right there. And Nyx. Yep. I'm on the ceiling already. So how 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 tall is the ceiling? How far, far above the uh, carrying am I? maybe about nine feet so i mean if they if they jumped they could probably get you jumping zombies <laughs> not this. okay um they're zombie like yeah that's why i don't want to kill them uh roll for multiple actions okay. 90 oh that's a nine <laughs> so, that's a you better keep that in. <laughs> uh, so that'll be just a green, which gives me two actions. And I am going to. You said no, no one's over there. <clears throat> How would they do over there? Okay, I'm gonna drop a wall. Right. Uh, yeah. All right. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I need to roll for that. It's just placement or. Um, I think just a yeah, just a roll, just to make sure you're hitting the area that you want to hit. Okay. Uh, I'll take it to a red. Okay. All right. So you've blocked off that area. Yeah. And then I'm going to move towards it. Okay. All right. Spider wasp. I will roll for multiple. Karma. Um, yeah, I'll just use the 10. It's three no matter what. Um, and we are still not believing that he broke out of my webs. So we're going to web this guy. The one that just came out of the room. Okay. Karma. And I'll take it to yellow. Okay. All right, you get a yellow to dodge. Yeah. Uh, but you should still actually be able to hit it, I think, with that. So. All right, so you've got him bound. Okay. Put a little restrained mark on him. Uh, the carrion on the opposite side over here uh, now goes, and he goes up to that wall uh, and then pushes on it, starts to beat on it, realizes that he can't get through. Uh, Erevis, you're hanging out outside? Yep. All right, Sun is... Just, is just browsing my phone. You know. Is beginning to set. 
uh, outside, so it's getting getting a little bit darker out there. Uh, and then we have the other carrion here that has now seen that his partner is not able to get through the wall. Uh, but he, too, begins to kind of beat on it and is trying to push on it to try to get through. Uh, shatter. Uh, let's, let's break the other window over here, the green window over here. Okay. And this, we will just, uh, haphazardly rain down upon what remains of, of that carrion, um, just straight at her, no particular shape or anything, just with force. Okay. Uh, karma. No, oh, no, before I do that, haha, mm -hmm. <laughs> this time, multiple actions. <laughs> multiple actions in Karma. So that's going to be... Okay, there we go. Okay, there we go. All right. Yep, you got your extra. Okay. Ten. Okay, now we'll do what I said I was going to do. <laughs> and Karma. Wasted it on the... Wasted it on the... Uh, <laughs> but I'll take it to a green. All right. That's and you're shooting for 50 damage, yes. Turn to finish her off. Ooh, the red on her endurance, but you successfully take her down. Okay. Burning through the karma. Let's go. And let's see here. Then go to one that is, has been webbed by Spider Wasp. Quick, Chris, before yeah. you do that. Mm -hmm. that I, I can still make a movement, right? Because once I see her sure. go down, probably uh -huh. head on up toward. Okay, I was just making yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. Yep, if you want to. Way after she, after I see her fall. There we go. All right. Yep. You come around the corner there, and you see a webbed up zombie <laughs> right next to you, <laughs> oh, and he's in the process of trying to rip out uh, of those webs. I legit did not realize he was there until I put myself there either. I was like, oh, <laughs> him, and I thought, what I hate about this. And he, <laughs> he rips through uh, and sees Shatter uh, no. right next to him. Uh, and he did get an extra action. So he, well, that, that will come uh, in, in his next turn. So and she's out. So we go back to Cuddlebearer for your second action. How do zombies have karma? They might have done the good things before they died. Uh, I kind of fly in to see, hey guys, what's shaking? Or fly down the hall. Mm-hmm. To fly down. Oh, just just zombies. Hey everybody! All right, so you see the one zombie that has now ripped himself out of the uh, of the webs. Okay, um, I say, oh, no, you don't, and I'm going to just blast him with the, uh, the old, uh, pulsar pop karma for that. Oh, wait. That's yellow. Bullseye. All right. And 20 damage there, right? Okay. Excellent. All right, so you hit him in the shoulder and kind of 
bump him back up against the wall, putting a little bit of separation in between him and Shatter. Uh, and then we go to Nyx. Okay. Um, do we want to open up some more doors, or what are we trying to do here? Well, well we you know think there's some... about ten of them in here. But there are some survivors as well. Do we know uh, where those I survivors are? That. Could you try again? <laughs> I did not get that. Could you try again? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, My Siri just kicked off. (laughs) Oh. Um, Yeah, because Colin, you were saying that, like, uh, well, you had picked up a bunch of, or Karen had picked up a bunch of slow heartbeats and then a few that were, like, more lively. Yeah. Yeah. Those were probably the survivors. We hope. uh, Can you lead us to it? Uh, If that's the case. Uh, she'll skitter over here along the ceiling. Let's see what looks behind door number one. Uh, you said, can you lead us to it? Yeah, it's a Colin. Okay, well, and actually, if you're if you're saying that out loud, that could be to Karen, because remember, yeah. you've got your handy-dandy little uh, 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 Stark watch now yeah. that uh, that lets you talk directly to her. It doesn't melt, which is awesome. <laughs> Unstable molecules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it might be better as like a pocket watch or like a, a necklace watch or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, uh, she, yeah, sa- so. she says that she can detect uh, the stronger heartbeats just up the hallway uh, and to the left. Okay. I am going to go uh, fly down that hallway all the way to the end if I could. I have remarkable flight. All right. All right, so you fly down to the end, and at the end of the opposite hallway, uh, now that you have gotten to the corner, you can spot Mm -hmm. two more uh, of the zombie-like creatures down at the end of the hall. Okay. Uh, action is going to be a energy bolt at the one closest to me. Nineteen. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm burning through karma. I wanted to use it for every roll. Jeez, you're playing Same. like me tonight. Yeah, I've barely rolled above a thirty all night. Like it's crazy. That's it for my. Uh, First attack or second attack? Actually, right. I can't remember. Did, did you spin karma on that to get it to a green or no? No, I didn't have karma, no. no. Okay, gotcha. All right. Okay, so from you, then we go to Spider Wasp. Um. So the carrion that I webbed that's next to Shatter has broken out of that web? Yes. We're going to try something stupid. Well, now Shatter gets... I don't know if if he touches Shatter, if that's going to be... I made a glass. How bad could it be? Mm -hmm. Eh. You know what? We are going... Because if I just shoot him, that's not going to take him down. 
There's no mind control. We're going to gravity manipulate him. Okay. Um, basically, yeah, shoot him through this. Just release all gravity for him and uh, see where he goes. If it if he'll stay in the building or if he shoots through the building. Karma. Oh, 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 oh. All right. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Uh, what's damage on that? Um, that is basically he has no gravity. The Earth's rotation is throwing him into the atmosphere. And your power level is fifty. Amazing, yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you see him shoot uh, down the hallway and basically into the ceiling, <laughs> uh, and it's the kind of drop ceiling you know that's got the, right. the 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 tile so he goes through the ceiling and uh and out of sight okay sight out of mind yep they've traveled uh and and i'm sorry i think we are still in the same round cuddle bear did you have another action i think i did have a I think well, this, this is the first round. It, is it the first? Okay. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I couldn't remember quite where we were. Uh, Erebus, uh, uh, enjoying your popcorn outside? Uh, I was going to say, uh, maybe I just kind of just shout real quick. It's like, I'm kind of getting a little bit hungry. You know, just, uh, how's it going in there? Got, you know, I didn't eat before we came over here. So I'm getting starving. <laughs> no. Give us a few minutes. I think we got more down the hall, right, Nix? Yep. At least two. Yes, we could use a little bit of a hand. Uh, you know, I haven't heard any of you shout uh, in pain or anything along those lines. I think you're fine. <laughs> Can you, like, decurse people or, I don't know, depossessed, uh, anything like that? Can I possess people? No, no, no. Give someone, like, depossess. Like, exercise or... We got zombies in here. Can you do anything about that? I I have lightning. Do you want me to you, like you? Know, uh, no, I'm good. I'm I'm you know what? I'm just gonna stay out here. You guys are fine. You got it under control. I'm hungry. Let's go. <laughs> you wouldn't be if you could see what we could see. <laughs> yes, yeah, find matters. a go find a taco stand. <laughs> it's it's dark. Don't send the kid off to go get tacos. <laughs> Well, the one uh, one of the two carrion that are behind the uh, the barrier there in the main hallway uh, continues to just beat at that thing, thinking that he's going to get through it. So, uh, is that floor to ceiling? Is that wall? Uh, yeah. Good. All right, shatter. Uh, where'd Nick's go again? Uh, down the opposite hallway, uh, down this way. Yeah. Okay. Let's head off. Let's head off that way then. Let's see what's going on. Oh, hello. Down here. Am I going the right way? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see her now. Okay. There we go. Come now, on. as you go through past that door, okay. <laughs> come back. Don't <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> scare. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> this little guy comes out. <laughs> So he jumped out at me there, he huh? He did indeed. Uh, and he is going to attempt to grapple you. All right. 
and got a 28 and missed. So he just comes leaping out of that room as you pass, uh, and he misses you entirely. Uh, so it, it is your action. Okay, and remind me, where are we doing is this this round, or are we doing extras? Uh, this, uh, I, you didn't get your extra action last round, did you? I did not, but I also wasn't sure what I was going to do. So I thought <laughs> this was the first round of extras myself. That's yeah. what I thought. Yes, that's what it should be because I just, my second action was coming into the hall here. I got you. Okay, okay. So then this would be your second action. Then sorry about oh, that. Okay. Then, um. All right. In. I'm... Yeah. Yeah. And you. It will come back around to you next. Then. Yeah. Um. All right. Is there is there more glass in this hallway anywhere? What, what, what do we got around here? Right? Uh, in that hallway, uh, up above you, in the fluorescent lights, there would be uh, there would be glass up above you. Fluorescent lights will do it. Uh, let us. Yeah, yeah, that that spooks me. We'll just rain. We'll just rain full force on him, like we did that other carrying out in the out in the uh, foyer or whatever. All right. Car- and I'll take. Uh, I'll look at the table and take it to yellow. Okay. All right, so shards of glass just start to rain down uh, into this guy's flesh, uh, and it just peppers him from basically head to toe. Um, He's still up and running, though. And then that brings us back to the third action uh, for anybody that happens to have it, so that would be Nyx. I have third up as well. Yeah. Okay. Um... Been a while since I burned through karma like this. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> Welcome to my world. Energy bolts, karma. Level sixty-one is a yellow. I'll take it to a red, so it should be a kill. Okay. It's amazing. So that takes her down to zero, but she's not dying. And I've got movement left. Let's just play with the devil. Okay. (laughs) See what's going on in those rooms, but it end up right about here. All right. Spider wasp. Alright, I'll start going up the hallway, and as I'm going, I'll, since it worked so well last time, I'll gravity manipulate the one that Shatter just rained glass down on mm-hmm. up into the stratosphere as well. Call Karma. Cole! Oh, yeah, damn! Alright. Launching these boys. Gravity manipulation is the one to use. Obviously. Yeah, Screw uh-huh. these webs. Yeah. All right, so you send him up and through the ceiling uh, like you did the last one. And uh, he is losing his uh, health points. It kind of blows this door open and throws him up and into the ceiling in the, okay. in the next room. Gotcha. And I'll move as far down the hallway as I can to get to see, get to Nyx. 
Alright, and I think that takes care That's of everybody, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, so top of the next round comes back to Cuddlebear. For my fools, all karma. Uh, yeah, 40 minutes 50. Yeah, that's green. Uh, actually, in the first, I, I just kind of want to clear some of these rooms. So I, dro I dropped the armor. Mm -hmm. I basically want to kind of phase into... Wait, was this the room that we... That was the room I was in originally. Yeah, that was the room you were in originally there. Uh, I'm just going to go basically through the wall behind me. See what's going on. Uh, right in through here? Yep. It's a bathroom. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> then using my movement, uh, come out behind these guys. Okay. Takes you into another room. This room is a little weird. There's kind of like a green ooze that's all over the floor uh, in this room. Good thing I'm in phase. Uh, uh uh, hopefully that's not going to be harmful. Does it have a particular smell? Um, smell it smells acidic. Yeah, kind of. If there's nobody in this room, I'm just going to like... Can I see what's causing this? Is it just like... The, is there maybe... Is that a container over here that's spilled? Yeah, there's a container over here. It looks like it's spilled, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> heard about the army doing some sort of experiment with like yeah. animals. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> PCP. It's not a bad question, Bert. <laughs> so, my, my, my boss at work is a huge Return of the Dead fan, so he would love this. Uh, I, but yeah, I'm just going to keep uh, move, keep it moving and, you know, I'm not sure how much I can move. All right. Yeah, I mean, you've got a lot of movement actually left. Uh, so, I mean, you know, now you're into the hallway behind the other two carrion, which you can kind of maybe see one of them across. Yeah, you see both of them there that are now kind of beating on the wall trying to get through. Okay, um, but there's a store down here. So let's go ahead and I'll kind of end up over wherever mm -hmm. this is. Okay, you phase through those walls, uh, and that kind of brings you to another kind of like a little bit more of a upscale kind of office compared to the other two that you had been in where, where you know, they would be welcoming patients and whatnot in. Uh, this looks like it might have been, you know, the administrator's office. And it's clear. All right. Okay. Uh, and you've got enough movement to take you back into this room which is completely dark and you can't see uh well you can uh but it's pretty much just a kind of a it looks like maybe kind of an exam room of some sort uh and then it takes you up into another room here which would be uh it, it's a room that's got like two small beds uh in it and it is clear okay all right uh next you do my dice though, buddy. Bolts. Uh, the other one. Mm-hmm. Or I'll take it to a yellow. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, so you hit her, uh, and it drives her back to the corner uh, of the hallway there, kind of into the darkness there where you can just barely see her. Okay. Um, spider wasp. All right, multiples. Karma. Wow, okay. Um, You're on fire now. I am. I'm running up to take a peek around to see what's going on here. Mm -hmm. You see uh, one carrying uh, down on the floor unconscious and then the other one uh, in the far corner back there that has been kind of blown off of her feet. Gotcha. Run up a little bit, kind of staying behind Nyx a little bit. And that carrion down there, mm-hmm. you know what I'm doing. Getting <laughs> with that. Seems my... to be working so far. Uh, there it is, Karma. We'll take it to yellow. Okay. And throwing her? Yeah. All right. She doesn't go far. Uh, she basically just hits the wall behind her, but it's enough of a slam where it's going to knock her silly, and she is going to start rolling for <laughs> death-saving throws as well. I thought you were going to say she turned to mush. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's a zombie I know. Yeah, they're surprisingly hardy. Obviously. It's, uh, the Mexican zombies, uh, the tough ones. God, he's rolling again. All right, so uh, that takes me to this guy. Got a thirty-eight, so he's still beating on the wall. Uh, the other one's a little smarter now. I think he's kind of figured it out. Which one is that? That's this guy right there. Okay, um, Cuddle Bear, you spot the one carrion that was down beating on the wall uh, that is now kind of heading up the hallway and kind of passing you. Did you have another action or no? I do have another action, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to pause him. (laughs) Pause. I'm going to pause him for the cat. Uh, right here, so if you want to take a shot at him when it comes back around, you you certainly can. Um, but for now, we go to Shatter. Alrighty. Uh, I will head on up this way as well. Uh, <clears throat> okay. I think after joining Nixon's Fire Wasp up here, I'm actually going to hold my action this time. All right. If happens. I'm going to hold for now. Uh, then that comes back to Cuddle Bear. Alrighty. Um, do, 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 do. Well, then when I see him, I kind of arm him back up and then I'll fly out. Uh, that's the door there, right? Is the door closed? Oh, sorry. Yep, there you go. Now it's open. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'll kind of fly out to here, basically. All right, buddy. 
Okay, super picky right now. Um, and kind of fly to about there, basically, to shoot and shoot back at him. Okay. I shall call karma for my shots. 23 becomes three. Barely hits. So I'm not going to spend that much more karma. Alright. How much damage? Uh, excellent. Okay. Nice. All right, so you zap him one, uh, but he keeps moving forward uh, at this point. Now that you've zapped him, he's coming towards you. Yeah. I am in the air, but I am armored up. All right. Uh, Nyx. I don't think I have any action. Uh, oh, no. No, no, you did. That's right, you didn't. <laughs> All right, Spider Wasp. Um, I will... Continue down the hallway. Oh, hello. Um, and uh, oh, we'll quickly assess the situation and uh, put it on repeat and fling that carrion into the air. Karma. Okay. I'll take it to the yellow. Okay. I threw a zombie into the air and where it landed, I know not where. <laughs> All right. He slams into the wall uh, next to him, uh, so the wall stops him. Uh, but you do some damage for sure, uh, and he falls down to the floor, kind of crumples, uh, but he's very quickly trying to get to his feet. Right. Um, Shatter, you were holding an action. Yeah, so I'll kind of dance on up that same that same direction, and if I can, yeah, I mean, he, if he's there, um, we'll break a couple of fluorescent lights above him as well and rain some down, try to finish him off. Okay. Oh, trusty old raining glass. Okay. And yeah, I'll just spend the ten. Uh, we'll just keep it a yellow. That's fine. All right. Burning through so much. Alright, so he's not dying, but he's out. I'm dead. Yeah, Alrighty. See that every day. Alright, and I think that took care of everyone that you have available except for the one that's still beating on the uh <laughs> the wall down in the other hallway. Uh, and speaking of beating on things, Nix, directly across from you at the door, uh, you hear uh, the sound uh, of hammering on the wall, boom, 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 and someone speaking in Spanish, which I believe you speak, yes? I do. Uh, saying, help, is someone out there? Help us, please. That's not Perfect. Spanish. <laughs> I will respond in kind uh, saying we're out here uh, Ari do you know where Andrea Cortez is uh, we do not know Andrea I believe is, is I hope she's okay she was here in the building when they came in uh, give us a sec 
We're dealing with some stuff. <laughs> Get right back to you. All right, there were a couple of you guys, I think, that still had uh, maybe spider yeah, monster. Do you still have one? I still one? have an, an action, yeah. Okay. So, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Yeah. Can I see him? <laughs> yes, you can. Okay, yeah, because I can see him. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I... And so I will, uh, you know what, instead of flinging him into the air, I'm going to sink him into the ground. We'll see how that works. Okay. Uh, where did I hold him? It's too far. Karma. Well, it didn't roll. I'll take it to the yellow. All right. Okay, so you see him just kind of and just kind of crumple. I probably breaks both of his knees, uh, and he's down on the ground. He didn't eat the knees. Okay, uh, and um, that takes us to the top of the next round. Okay, um, I feel like we're everybody's kind of already dealt with, so I'm not gonna really worry about. Uh, the multiples, but I did hear well, instead of Spanish, I don't understand Spanish. Uh, I'm gonna kind of try to clear some more ground to make sure we uh, so first thing, phase in there, there, take a little peek, see. And I'm rolling endurance for all of these other ones that were potentially dying, so okay. Kind of doing a little peek around. All right, so yeah. yeah, things have kind of calmed down. So which room are you wanting to kind of go into? Uh, first, the one right next to me. All right. So you peek in there. Uh, looks like there's uh, two more beds uh, in this area here. Then I'll come out. Uh, and then this first door up here will shatter. Okay. All right. So you phase through there and off in the corner, this is like a, a communal shower area here and cowering in the corner. You see a female figure that's kind of, uh, just kind of bundled up in almost like the fetal position in the corner. Uh, trot up to her really quick. Um, and be like, uh, do you need assistance, madam? And she sees an armored cat coming up to her <laughs> and she almost, oh, you're, huh? I had to take, I took the armor down. Sorry. Oh, you took the armor down. Okay. All right. So she sees a cat coming up her way and she kind of winces just a little bit and backs away from you. And, and then when she hears the voice in her head, she, you, you hear her say, Ay, Dios míos. Uh, I do not speak your language, but be assured that I and my friends are here to help. We are taking care of these creatures. Uh, and you're speaking in English, yes? I'm telepathic. I feel like that's you know, <laughs> my, my, I don't know if that's uh, I don't know if that's I don't, I don't know how that works actually. <laughs> I think you're speaking in English. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you might be able to convey a little bit of emotion along with that, uh, but then since you are speaking in English, uh, she says back to you in English 
Are you talking to me? Uh, yes. Although it is actually tele uh, telepathy. What? What are you? <laughs> my name is Mr. Cuddlebear. Me and my friends are here from America at the behest of our friend Mr. Lee uh, to check up on this uh, situation down here. Mar Martin Lee? Yes, he is a good friend of ours. Oh, praise Jesus. Oh, it, it is so fortunate you have come here. Uh, my friends, are, are they still alive? Um, how many heartbeats did we have total? Three? Three, yeah. We are aware of at least three survivors, so I guess there are two others, including yourself. Oh, good. Good, yes. Uh, where are they? Uh, I, I think they are down the hall. Oh. But it should be safe to come out now. Follow please, you. Please, we, we must go quickly. Uh, and then she comes over and uh, she knocks on the door and she says, it's okay, it, it, it's me, everything is all right. Uh, and the door opens and then there are two uh, men dressed in kind of white uh, uniforms, look like almost like order, orderlies of some sort uh, that come out and join her. And these are just generic tokens. I, uh, I, I didn't bother really messing with those too much. So. Does anybody have any idea what these things are? Do we need to be worried that they're dying? They didn't uh, seem like normal zombies to me. Then there's my first zombies. I was going to say, uh, Cuddlebear says there's a some sort of chemical spill in one of the rooms down the hall. Uh, oh shit! I I do not believe that is what has has happened here. These these creatures, these are not creatures. They are they are citizens of our fair city uh, and they have been changed so many of them have been changed we have been trying to hold up here uh, for as long as possible but they broke through last night and we had to barricade ourselves and into these rooms uh what what time is it uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's almost almost night time oh no 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 please say say it isn't so do you... uh, well, there's really not much we can change about that. So yeah, it's almost nighttime. What, why? Why should we worry about that? Do you have transport? Yeah, we got we got a plane. We, we must depart as soon as possible. Okay. Why? They come out at night. They are afraid of the sunlight. Freaks come out at night. Oh. oh okay. Um. Yep. So. Uh, let's let's go. Um. I will do like t taps to make sure that they're are there any of them obviously but, dying uh at at this point i mean they actually some of them are starting to stir <laughs> so the okay. urgency of getting out of there is probably uh pretty prevalent at the moment okay no looting the bodies let's go <laughs> uh, i want to ask her like what what has ha what has caused this if, or if she knows has any idea all right, and while you're asking her that, and she's, she will try to respond, uh, Erebus, outside, uh, the sun has now begun to set. Uh, and as it does, 
out from the building uh, directly across from you. All right. There are three individuals that come out of that building uh, and another one uh, that exits the building that was next door to um, the rite of passage uh, that comes kind of lumbering out onto the street. Uh, and these individuals, let me get some pictures for you. Super friendly and ready to help us. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, wait, what is this, Captain? Captain <laughs> <laughs> Zombie. <laughs> uh, they look somewhat like uh, the Mexican wrestlers. Boys. <laughs> uh, and shoot, my my brain's not working. What are they? What are they called? The uh, luchadors. Yeah. Luchadors. Yeah. Man, I used to watch a lot of that. Hey there, Bane. <laughs> there we go. Uh, and nice. there are actually five of them in total. Lovely. Uh, that are all coming out. You've got Bantam, El Brujo, El Muerto, <laughs> and uh, the Zapata brothers uh, that have come out. Now, the interesting thing about these fellows is they all have that yellowish, yellowish jaundiced tone to their flesh uh, as well. And they are now exiting out into the street and turning their attention towards Erebus. Alrighty, and I definitely noticed this, right? Oh, you do. All righty. Uh, uh, so I guess I uh, I shout back inside and I'm just like it's like y'all took too long. They're coming out. I'm not by myself anymore. <laughs> get out here. Whatever's what? happening inside can't be that important. We need to get back to the jet. There's people in our way. The zombies are out here. I don't have a freaky suit. <laughs> <laughs> And on that uh, note of panic, I think we'll call this evening to a close and we'll take on the uh, luchador zombies uh, next session. It's <laughs> hard to stay out of there. <laughs> Kudos for the creativity on these creatures, too. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, I had fun with this. Yeah, now, all should. of it. All of these uh, uh, luchadors are actual characters from the books, uh, but I just gave them that zombie kind of uh, appearance. Okay, nice. Nice. <laughs> okay, well, good game tonight, fellas. Yeah. GG's. Right. See you in a couple weeks, gentlemen. All right. We'll yeah. see you. Bye. 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 Bye.